Nazir Daf Gimel, we last started Masechet Nazir, and we said all the nicknames of Nazirut are good enough to make a person Nazir, and we talked about the Yadot, the unfinished sentences of Nazirut that are good enough also to make a person a Nazir. We talked about the case where someone just said, Ehe, or another person who said, Ehe, I am going to be beautiful. And with that, we're going to start Gimal Amud Aleph, six lines in by the two dots, where it said, Hareni Kaze. If a person sees a Nazir walking in front of him and he says, I'm going to be like that, uh, he is a Nazir. So the Gemara says, Nehi Nami de Tafus Bisaro. Why don't we say also over there that he's holding, holding on to the hair? The same way we explained in the case of a person who said, I'm going to be beautiful, uh, he, we said he was grabbing onto the hair. Because at the end of the day, Hareni Kazeh, you have to switch it to Hareni Nazir, Lo Amar. He never actually said the words, I'm a Nazir. So that, what makes you say, Hareni Kazeh is good enough? So Amar Shemuel, no, what are we talking about? Kegot Shaya Nazir, over the front of Otoma, Nazir walking in front of him, and he said, Hareni Kazeh, I'm going to be like that. Okay, then we understand he's going to be Nazir. Next, we said, Hareni Mesal Sel, a person said, I'm going to have curly hair, he's a Nazir. So the Gemara says, What makes you say that this curly is a language of curly hair? So the Gemara says, Like the maid servant of Rabbi said to one of the people in Rabbi's house, Until when are you curling your hair? You see, the curling has to do with hair. Maybe he was talking about Torah. If a person curls in Torah, he twists and turns in Torah, it's going to raise him. So Shmuel just ends up answering. Again, what are we talking about? A person's holding onto the hair of the Nazir, he's holding onto his hair, and he's accepting upon himself Nazirut when he says, I'm going to have also curly hair. Hareni mechalkel. I'm going to have long hair. So the Gemara says, "Mimayda haden kilkul sa'aroh." What makes you say this kilkul is talking about long hair? So the Gemara explains, like we learned about uh, carrying on Shabbat a seed. When it comes to lime, how much lime does a person have to carry from one domain to the other in order to be hayav carrying on Shabbat? Rabbi Udaomer, kedel lasud kilkul. Uh, it's the equivalent measure that people used to spread on one's kilkul, which is on the hair. And Rav explained, we're talking about the hair that grows on the areas right under the temple. So the Gemara says, maybe, maybe when he said kilkul, maybe he says, I'm going to say, you know, give tzedakah to the poor people, you can give them food. He sees Yosef gave his brothers and, fa- and his father food. Amr Shmuel, again, Hachanam, you have to say, it's a little bit, you know, one step further. Shetafus Bisaro, he's grabbing onto his hair or he's grabbing onto the person's hair, whatever it is, but he's grabbing onto hair. And when he, and he says, Hareni Michalkel, so we understand he's talking about hair. Next, the person says, Hare Alai Lishaleyah Pera. If a person says, I'm accepting upon myself to grow my hair long. Then Harez a Nazir, he's a Nazir. Now, what makes you say when it says Shiluah over here? It means it's going to be long hair. Because the Pasuk says, as what comes out of you is a, a park of pomegranates, an orchard of pomegranates. The Gemara says, 
maybe it's something that transfers, meaning something that you send out. Hashem sends water for upon the earth. So maybe over here it means uh, he's taking off his hair. The Gemara says, Tana pera pera yalif. The Gemara explains that the Tana, he learns, he, he's learning the word pera, and he's learning Gzra Shava. Kativ hacha, we say by a Nazir, Kadosh ye gadel pera. That he's going to be Kadosh, his pera is going to be long. Uchtiv hatam gabe kohen idiot, and it says, by a kohen idiot who's working in the Beta Migdash's Pasuk in Yechazkel, that they will not let their hair grow long. So from that Shava, we learn that Pera means a long hair, 30 days without a haircut. Or you could explain, You could say the Sholeh is not sending out water, rather it's also growing. When we give water to the trees, all of a sudden the fruits grow. So you see the language of shaleh is something that causes something to grow. Next, we learn the Mishnah. Rabbi Meir says the person is a Nazir. Hachamim says he's not a Nazir. So, why, according to Rabbi Meir, is that a language of Nazirut? So, Amar Shlakish, Siporin Semuchin Lesear Kibel Alav. He accepted upon himself to be like that bird with uh, with a lot of hair on it. Uh, it's dikhtiv. It says by Nebuchadnezzar, Adi Sa'are Kenishrin Reba. He's going to have a lot of hair like an eagle. Betifroi Chesiporin. And his nails will be long like those birds. So you see, he was when a person says um, the word birds, he was talking about that bird that uh, Nebuchadnezzar saw or Nebuchadnezzar is going to be like. And the Gemara explains, Rabbi Meir Savar Matvis Inish Bemidid Samich Le. Rabbi Meir held that when someone accepts upon himself something, he's he's comparing it to everything that was associated with it. So when he says the word Tziporin, he's also talking about the Tziporin that was mentioned by Nebuchadnezzar. The Rabbanan Savren, Rabbanan hold. People don't uh, associate things. It it is what it is, and therefore, usually, birds don't have a, lo- a lot of hair on their head, or people don't mean nazirut when they're talking about birds, and that's why he's not a nazir. Now, that's the way uh, Rish Lakish explained the machloket. On the other end, Rabbi Yochanan Amar Everyone agrees. That no one, uh, when someone says something, he doesn't associate everything that was associated with it. This is the reason Rabbi Meir holds he's a Nazir. Because we are worried, maybe accepted upon himself the birds of an impure Nazir. If he becomes Tameh, he waits until he's clean, and on the eighth day, he brings uh, two birds to the Kohen, either two Torim or two Beneyona. So now the Gemara doesn't like the answer because Michli Hashinan Kamar. It says here we suspect Dilma Tziporene Davaki maybe accepted upon himself uh, donation birds. What makes you say Nazirut? What makes him all of a sudden Nazir? If you're suspecting this, you can suspect that. So the Gemara explains Imken Hare Alai Ken Ribaile. So he says no. If he, if he meant to give a donation, then he should have said I uh, accept upon myself a Ken. A ken means a nest, and that's the language of a bird donation korban. But the Gemara says, Maybe he says he's going to give uh, the birds of a metzora. 
So the Gemara finally answers, no, what are we talking about? We're talking about a case where a Nazir was walking in front of him. And that's what we understand that when he says, but the Gemara says, maybe he's a Nazir Tameh walking in front of him. The guy just wants to make him uh, exempt from his korbanot, meaning he'll pay his korban for him. No, the Gemara says, no, what are we talking about? We're talking about the situation where a Nazir Tahor is walking in front of him, and he says, I'm going to give birds, and we understand that he's going to give birds of a Nazir, he's going to be a Nazir. But the Gemara asks, My benai, what's the difference between Resh Lakish and Rabbi Yohanan in what Rabbi Meir's reason is? Resh Lakish says it's uh, associated with long hair in the pasuk with the bird, and you have Rabbi Hanan who says uh, uh, Nazir is walking in front of him. So the Gemara explains the difference would be if someone said, I accept upon myself birds that are associated in the pasuk, meaning we're talking about uh, the long hair uh, that we saw by Nebuchadnezzar. So the Rabbi Hanan. Even though he was specific and you're talking about that long hair uh, eagle in the Pasuk, still, if there's a Nazir in front of him, then in, then he's a Nazir. And if there's no Nazir walking in front of him, then no. And the Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, the way he understands Rabbi Meir, if a person specified, I'm talking about that long hair bird, even though there's uh, no Nazir walking in front of him, if he said those words, then he's talking about a Nazirut. Now, the Gemara has a problem. Is there anyone who really holds that we don't associate things? Meaning, if there's a pasuk that connects it and someone says something, is there anyone who really holds that uh, a person didn't mean it? Now, if a person says, uh, my right hand, uh, he's not going to eat bread, for example, then that's a vow. My tama, what's the reason? Why is uh, the, the right hand considered a swear? Lav mishum dichtiv isn't because the pasuk says, It says, he picked up his right and left hand towards the sky and he swore by Hashem. And you see the right was uh, was associated with a swear. So same thing, uh, anything that's associated with anything, we can use. So the same thing, when a person said Siporin, he could mean, mean Sipore Nazir. Amre lo, no, that's not the reason. Rather, Mishum Diamin Gufei Kresheva, because the right hand itself is called a swear. The Tanya, Aminayin Lomer Yamin Shehishevoa. How do we know if someone says the word Yamin? It means swear. Shneema Nishba, Hashem Bimino, Hashem swore with his right hand. How do we know if a person says left hand? It means swear. With a strong arm. Yamin was just mentioned. So the zroa that's mentioned next is, is means the left hand. So definitely we could say that the right and left is considered a swear. But we could also say that things that are associated with one another, according to Rish Lakish, a person means them, according to Rabbi Yohanan, a person doesn't necessarily mean it. Next, Mishnah Hareni, Nazir, Mina Hatsanim, if a person says, I'm going to be a Nazir from grape seeds, or Mina Zagim, or from the grape skins, or Mina Teglahat, or just from shaving, or Mina Tum'ah, or just from becoming Tameh, Hareze, Nazir, he is 100% a Nazir, V'cholik Duke Nazirut, Alav, and all the details of being a Nazir is on him, not only what he said, but everything. 
And the Gemara starts, Matnitin de Lok Rabbi Shimon, our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Shimon, the Tanya Rabbi Shimon Omer, and no Hayav Achi Dormi Kulam. Rabbi Shimon holds until you include everything in the Nazirut in your vow, then you're not a complete Nazir. To Rabbi Shimon, he's not a Nazir, period. Even if he only vowed from one of them, he is still a Nazir. And the Gemara asks, What's Rabbi Shimon's reason? Because He holds from the fact that it says, You have to vow on everything, otherwise it's not a Nazirut. Virabanan Maitama, what's the, the Rabbanan's reason? Even if it's just uh, from Yain or just Shekhar, it's still a Nazirut. So now, So what does Rabishimon do with that uh, part of the Pasuk? So he'll explain now, we need that. It's coming to tell me that even if it's um, Yain of a Mitzvah, like Yiddush, it's also Asur, just like optional drinking. Mayhi, so we're trying to understand what's Yain Shal Mitzvah. If it's Kiddushta Abdalta, that's simple. Hare, I mean, we're asking a question, so it's really, it was fortunate it, uh, to Vechi. Vechi Mushba Sinai. Is it one of those things that uh, you swore on Har Sinai? You have to remember Kiddushan wine. That's only a Derabanan. So it's Pashut that a swear goes on a Derabanan. I don't need a Pasuk for this. And some explain it a little bit differently that this is a drabanan and uh, to be a nazir that vow or that swear is strong like uh, it's a mitzvah from the Torah so that uh, definitely beats the drabanan so what do you need pasuk for? Ela, what does that mean? Yain shel mitzvah? Ki amar rabash if a person vow a person swears he's going to drink wine so you have a mitzvah to drink but then he said I'm a nazir. The nizirut comes on top of the the swear, and now he's not allowed to drink anymore. And the idea is, Yain v'shechar yazir is coming to say that you're not allowed to drink wine, even if you have a mitzvah to drink wine through your swear. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam, amen v'amen.